I had such fun with this episode. It was something that came to me. I don't know what I was doing when it came to me. I might have been driving in my car. I might have been in my kitchen doing something. I don't know, but it just like kind of came into my head and I sat down pretty much immediately. Like I tell my listeners and my students to do when you have a dream, when you have a dream and you wake up, write it down right away. And so I've really tried to do that when I get these downloads of these ideas for podcast episodes. And so I I wrote it down. It kind of really flowed out really fast. So I and I thought of a great title, but it's it's yeah, it's about giving birth after menopause. You probably are wondering what the heck. <laughs> but I I have a great analogy to share and uh I am not going to tell you anymore. I just want you to to listen and and enjoy. Uh and then I did a Friday my Friday episode which I've already recorded. Um I'm excited about because in in that whole like download dump in my brain and I started writing this down another episode topic came to my mind and I jotted that one down too and that's what I did for Friday's episode. So let's get right to it. Find out how you can get pregnant after menopause. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half. And today I want to talk about the importance of giving birth after menopause. And you might be thinking, what's that about? Well, it's about that because we can still give birth after menopause. We don't need our period to give birth to goals. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. But what I want to talk about is I had this like great analogy about what's wrong with our brain when it comes to setting a goal and then carrying out and completing the goal. And it came to mind because I was thinking it's the end of a quarter and I plan a 90 day cycles and I teach my students to do that. Because it just sets kind of an end and a new beginning that you're kind of refreshing. And with goals on 90-day cycles, I think it's two things are important. Number one, you don't get all caught up on the the dates and the rigidity of the dates. Uh, be okay with shifting a goal uh, to the next quarter. I think that's number one. It doesn't mean you're, you're going to give yourself you know, you're, you're going to encourage yourself to slack. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that as you work on goals, you want to, you will have clarity as you're doing the steps and the goals. And 
at, and to get there. You'll get clarity and things will shift maybe. You'll think, oh, I need to do these extra steps, which will take longer. Or you might have a goal that shifts a little bit. And so that will take you in a different direction, perhaps. So you you have to be a little bit okay with being flexible with your goals and not so rigid. And number two, you always want to be looking back at what you accomplished so far, because if you if you really get stuck on the dates and finishing what you said you were going to finish, while that's important for integrity, shifting is fine. You're still in integrity if you have to shift because you've changed your goal or you've added steps to your goal. But if you finish the steps that you had sought out to do, or you didn't finish them all, but you did more steps other kinds of steps because things shifted, you need to look at what you've accomplished and celebrate that. And so I have celebrations every month as I look back every 30 days. But particularly at the 90-day mark, you need to look back. Did I hit my goals that I had set for my 90 days? And what do I want to work on going forward? And so that process is important. And so when you're giving birth to a new goal, and I thought of it too, because it's spring, right? It's, it's, I think spring is a time for renewal. What a great time to spring into action, pun intended. Uh, but it's really a time for renewal and, and rebirth and birthing a new goal. How about it? April 1st, let's, let's birth a new goal for that you'll, you'll put down and you'll start working on to get done by June 30th, because that's when quarter two ends. So, and I have all these little birds uh, that are now nesting on my front porch. So even more reason, I'm I'm like in this mode of it's it's time for uh, things to be born, things to, to things to be uh, really uh, consummated, I guess, uh, because you, they're not born yet. Right? The the idea is born, but the goal, uh, the goal, and the idea of the goal is born uh, is is consummated. Um, but it takes a while, right? Gestation is going to be the 90-day period, and then you'll hit your goal at the end. And and if you have a goal that's like a year out, then you're going to still have a goal at the end of 90 days because you need to set these milestone markers to get you to the goal. So you have these like mini goals. Uh, so don't, don't not set year-long goals because we're in 90-day cycles. You just need to like have these uh, mile markers, as I call them. So you know that you're getting closer to that goal. But I thought of, um, this is what happens when you have a goal, uh, versus when you have a baby, (laughs) as I'm thinking, using the birthing example. And this is, is a problem with a lot of us when we're setting goals. And I hope you're setting goals because you need something in your life that you're focused on for the future and something that excites you and something that um, is for you, that has meaning to you. And it can't be for somebody else because then you're just not going to take the steps. Uh, And it can't be because you're doing it to get validation or you're doing it for somebody else or, you know, you're doing it because your boss wants you to, or you're doing it because uh, you have to, you do it because you get to, right? And so if we think of uh, analogy, an analogy like having a baby, how much we wanted to have a baby, if you wanted to have a baby, like I wanted to have a baby, then think about that. Think about where you were when you wanted to have a baby. But the difference between a goal and birthing a goal and birthing a baby is we think about with a baby, the outcome, 
we're so focused on the outcome and the end result and that vision of having that baby. And it makes it so much fun. We don't think about all the steps it's going to take us to get there that we're going to have to go through the the labor, <laughs> um, the hard work, the efforting, as I would call it. And when you're pregnant, there's a lot of efforting going on. But we don't think about that, do we? But we still get pregnant. We still go through the whole pregnancy, nine months. It's not like we know we're chickens and we have lay eggs and have them real fast. So we think about holding the baby, being a mom. We think about that identity once we're a mom. But when we think about setting a goal and birthing that goal, what do we think about? Very few of us think about the outcome. We think about all the efforting. We think about all the steps it's going to take. And we think we have to know all the steps. I didn't know all the steps about being pregnant and being a mom. I had no clue. But we think we have to know it all, you know, before we even start executing on on the steps to our goal, let alone achieving our goal. And we very rarely think about what our life will look like once we've reached that goal. How happy we'll be. If it's a business, how much more money we'll have. If it's retirement, how much more fun we'll have. No, and we we think about all of the fear, the the labor-intensive tasks that we've got to go through to get there. And so, yeah, uh, I was thinking about, <laughs> when I was thinking about the steps required to grow a baby that we don't think about, because I just... If we go there, it's going to be really funny once you realize how different our brains work when it's a baby versus a goal. So I never thought about 12 weeks of morning sickness, but yes, it was miserable, right? Throwing up in my kitchen sink, I remember, as I'm trying to deal with a toddler, <laughs> that wasn't fun. Uh, so we don't think about morning sickness, really. I mean, some of us might, but it doesn't stop us from getting pregnant. It doesn't stop us from doing what we need to do to get the outcome we want. We don't think about our growing belly and the stretch marks. I don't know about you, but I had a big belly that I thought was going to explode by the end. And we don't think about all the expenses. You know, if we're, if we're going to retire, that's our goal, or we're going to, because a lot of my students are like that. Um, some want to start a business. Uh, they want their purpose to be something about having their own business. And so we think about the expenses, right? With retirement, how am I going to afford it? And with a business, how am I going to afford it? But do we think about it with a baby? Do I think about the $120,000 in child in college education that I spent on each of my children for, for private colleges? No. Did I think about, oh gosh, all of the doctor's appointments, all of the soccer uniforms and cleats and shoes they outgrew and wardrobes and trips we went on that, you know, all the things. Do, we, do I think about that when I'm going to have a baby? No. 
swelling ankles, exhaustion, discomfort sleeping, our lack of knowledge about how to be a mom. No, we go into a pretty ignorant. I remember I hadn't even changed a diaper when I mean, granted, I did babysit when I was younger. But when I had my first daughter, I remember being in the hospital, getting ready to leave and putting her little cute outfit, going home outfit on. And I was changing her diaper for the first time. And she pooped. And it was the runny kind of poop that infants do. And I didn't even know that infants poop that way, honestly. I thought like they were just like hum, hum, yeah, adult poops. They would come out like a lump. But no, no, I didn't realize they come out runny at first. And so what did I do when I'm changing her diapers? I pull her legs up higher. And what happens? It runs down her back in onto her pretty little dress outfit that I had, was putting on her. I didn't know anything. And so did I let my lack of knowledge stop me? But yet when we're having a goal or working on a goal, we give up or don't even try because of our lack of knowledge. We think we, we don't know enough and we know enough and we can always learn more. We, we can develop a skill as we go, which is what we do as a mom, Right. You got to have on the job experience with things and some things you just have to embody to embody it. You have to experience it and you have to live it. You can't just like read a book and know it. We don't think about the labor, uh, the actual labor, labor. And we also have amnesia because we, we get pregnant again and we, we do it again. <laughs> so, yeah, but we think about the labor it takes to go through all the steps to get to our goal. So you, what you probably thought about with your kid, your child, your baby, holding the baby for the first time, imagining what your baby would look like. Was it going to look like your husband? Was it going to look like you? Or who was, what's personality? What it was going to be like? Was it going to be a boy or a girl? You know, back in the day, we didn't necessarily know that uh, like they do now. But even now, if they know what the sex is, they're envisioning what that baby is going to look like and how, how the baby's going to be, right? Once he or she enters the world, how much love that you're going to have for this child and how you can be a part of mom groups and do things that moms do, be a PTA president, be a, there's all these like new identity things tied and wrapped up with being a mom. What are the new identities you can have with this new goal? Is a business a business owner? If it's a if it's a retiree, it's like a world traveler. I don't know. You can there's all kinds of identities that you can envision being. But we don't do that with a goal. Most of us we think about all the things we can do with this child that's going to be coming into our our lives we think about oh all like you know decorating the nursery what color is the room gonna be what kind of crib are we gonna get what kind of car seats we want all the latest gadgets how much fun all that stuff we're just thinking about this 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 life ahead we're thinking about this life 
that hasn't come into existence yet, but yet which will be living nine months, three quarters, three, we have three quarters, right? But with a goal, we don't ever really focus on the outcome. I mean, we might, we, we, we think about it for a fleeting minute. Oh, if I, I reach a goal, then I'll be able to do this, this, and this. But we, we forget it instead of, ha- you know, we have amnesia with the labor, with the baby, but we have amnesia with the outcome in that vision with a goal. And so if you set a goal, which I hope you've decided to do, some dream, some really exciting thing that you've wanted to do and you just haven't done it, it's come up in your head or maybe you haven't allowed yourself to even dream. So this is me giving you permission to do that and encouraging you to do that. And so put that dream down on paper, set a goal that you're going to do something to get closer to that dream in the next 90 days and create that vision once you achieve it. What's your life going to look like? Just like the baby. What's the baby going to look like? How are you going to feel when you're living that dream? When that dream is yours and you have the knowledge, just like you have the knowledge as a mom and you're being a mom and you haven't thought about all the things that you need to learn to get there, but you just see yourself as a mom. So what is that with your goal? You see yourself as this person who has this goal with all that knowledge, you know, it will happen. There's this knowing that, you know, when you're going to become a mom and you need to Adapt that to a goal, that same kind of vision of the outcome and not focus on all the labor required to get to that goal. You do have to have the labor, but don't focus on every single step. Just worry about the next step you need to take. Just get pregnant with your goal to play with this continuing analogy, go get pregnant with your goal. Give, And then you start to, you know, you give birth to the idea, the goal in your head. And then in 90 days, 60 days, however many days, I'm sorry, 90 day uh, increments, right? So it'd be 90 day goal. But if it's like takes two quarters, three quarters, one year, whatever that is, focus on the outcome and you will not give up. You will be so purposeful in your actions and know that the knowledge you need because you desire this to bring it into your life will come with time and be okay with that. There's a lot of new things I've learned. Oh my gosh, I've learned so much in the last like three or four years. I say I learn in dog years <laughs> because, you know, I, I try to do things uh, and make up for lost time because I got got to the game a little late in, in understanding how to create dreams for myself and dreams that I was really passionate about and that were heart-centered. And so I really want you to get there too. And there's no reason that uh, you can't start and apply this and and really start doing it. And spring's a great time to do that. 
So my action for you as a result of listening to this episode is to write down what, first of all, have that dream, set a goal for your next 90 days and write down what that dream looks like once you've reached it, once you're there. It might not be in 90 days. It might be in a year. It might be in two years. Write down that vision. And it's also good to have a vision of what that, when the first goal that you're going to achieve, what is that big first goal? And what what is that going to look like once you get to that? But you really need to focus on that ultimate, whatever you're going to give birth to at the end of that time period. What is the life like? What is your experience of each and every day like? How do you feel? In vivid detail, and I like to say it's like you're creating the Hallmark movie of your, you know, your goals and dreams and what you want to bring into your life and what you want your next rest of your life to be like. And uh, it's really fun to be on the adventure of setting these goals to get there. And it's not necessarily the destination once you get there, because we're going to be setting so many goals. I hope you continue to be such a goal getter that it's not just one goal, it's many goals. And it's just going to be a beautiful journey once you start it. And just like you look back on your pregnancy and you don't remember all the the night, the sleeps, sleepless nights, you don't remember the morning sickness, just remember how great it was to grow your child inside of you and then have that, that, that final goal reached of having that baby. And now, like now having my kids grown as adults and seeing them as, as moms, wow, what that really makes that having that baby and having the outcome of that baby, it's it, what a great outcome ultimately and and we do think about that when we're wanting to have a baby about i know that i always thought about when my kids get old enough that we're we can be friends as adults together and we can go on vacations together and and i could relate to them as as a, from adult to adult that was all part of my dream and my vision so really think about what your life will be like as far as you want to dream, but get that vision down, know what the outcome looks like, and then get to work on the first step and reaching that 90 day milestone. And it might be, it might be a, a small goal at first, which is okay. You decide, you decide how big your goals, how small your goals, and you just want to have 90 day be a marker for checking in on how you're doing and how much progress you're making. And like I said, don't be so rigid. Be easy on yourself, but make progress. Keep making, take take steps towards it each and every day and be thinking about the outcome each and every day. And that's key. All right. All right. Talk to you later this week. Got another good episode for you coming up. Mm, it's about accidents. Yep. And it's a little bit about goals as well, but uh, yeah, 
I'm excited to share some stuff about that topic. So see ya. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Not Your Average Grandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.